0: We are um, starting, well, we're really starting next week. Today is kind of like an introduction to this really important campaign that we're doing. Some of you are asking, well, what is a campaign? A campaign is when we kind of get our whole church together. Uh, Those who are in small groups, we we gather small groups together. Um, We have our children doing the same thing, our youth doing the same thing. And we all kind of get together together. uh, in a series in which we grow in some way, shape, or form. You know, the exciting thing is God wants us to grow. You know, that God really does want us to grow. Sometimes we think, you know, some people have an idea that God is just God up there and he's watching to make sure, you know, we don't mess up. Or if we, if we do, you know, he gets our, you know, we get, he gets our attention and the whole thing. But the truth is God really wants us to grow. And um, in uh, Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, the Bible says that he handed out gifts, the gifts of apostle, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to train Christ's followers uh, in, in skilled servant work, working within Christ's body, the church, until we're all moving rhythmically and easily with each other, efficient and graceful in response to God's Son, fully mature adults, fully developed within and without, fully alive like Christ. And and God wants us to grow. And the primary responsibility of the leaders in the church is not just to go out and do all the different ministries and do these things. The primary, if we look at God's word, the primary responsibility for the leaders in the church is to encourage and to help people grow. And that if you look Further, what Paul is saying here in Ephesians is that the leaders are there. They equip and they prepare and they help people to grow. And everybody goes out and they minister. Everybody goes out and they get to share. You know, everybody gets in the game. You know, and, and that's so exciting. You know, Max talked about McKinley last night. And, um, you know, Bob Morikuni right here, he is the athletic director, you know, of McKinley High School. And he has a ministry that me as a pastor or Max or Pastor Sonny, we don't have those ministries, but he does. And he has a powerful, powerful ministry and an influence at McKinley High School. And Bob and I figured out something last night. Max said that they won their game. It's the second game they won this year, you know, which is so encouraging. But, but here's the thing, you know, um, I was not able to go, Bob was not able to go, they won. And so next week, what we are going to do is Bob and I are going to stay home. And we're going to, we might even just go get dinner or something, and we'll just be praying for McKinley, and, and we'll see if that carries over. Right, Bob? That's, that's not a bad deal for us. <laughs> But, but you see, all of us are called to go out and have a ministry, and part of our job as a church is to, to help you grow because God wants you to grow. Last night, um, my wife, she works at Waikiki Improvement Association, so we were there. She had some things she needed to do at the Ho'olalea at, you know, at Waikiki, they closed down, um, uh, what do you call it, Kalakaua and the whole thing. And, uh, and and my wife, Joanne, has a really important ministry there in Waikiki, you know? Um, uh, you know, there are, um, you know, some of you, some of you went to the whole last night. There's a whole lot of, I know Mitchell guys were there. I think I saw Mitchell. Mitchell, you guys were there, right? See, see, you got to be careful, man. I have eyes all over the place, you know? Oh, he saw us, that's right. You know, camera, no, we don't have that stuff. But But we all have. And then, Paul goes on in verse 14, he says this about growing. He says, no prolonged infancies among us, please. We'll not tolerate babes in the woods, small children who are easy mark for imposters. God wants us to grow up, to know the whole truth, and to tell it in love, like Christ in everything. We take our lead from Christ, who is the source of, of everything we do, he keeps us in step with each other, his very breath and blood flows through us, nourishing us so that we will grow up healthy in God, robust in love and God wants us to grow God wants you to grow and that's why we have these campaigns specifically so that um, designed so that you have an opportunity to grow and this Campaign, which is you know called Forty Days in Prayer, uh, of prayer, it gives you a great opportunity to grow in a vital area of um, of growing and becoming mature in Christ. You know, all of us would say, "Yep, yeah, prayer is important, right?" I don't think there's a person here who would say, "No, prayer is not important." Or all of us here would agree that you know we've prayed at one time or another. You know, uh, when McKinley was was winning with a minute and minute and a half left, and Pac five was on the ten yard line, threatening to score and take the lead and win. I was praying. <laughs> Everybody was praying, you see. And we all pray. And 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 yet and yet I think for all of us, we would say, Hmm, I I pray, but I I in my in my spirit I know that I'm not praying as as much as I should, or I don't know if I fully understand. I kind of pray before meals. I kind of do those things, but I don't really understand prayer. And I think over the next 40 days, that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to understand it. He wants us to make it a part of our lives because prayer is powerful. Prayer is powerful. And I'm praying in my spirit, I say, God, you know what um, there's so many things that I might like, but there's but nothing compares to what I want to see that I want to see us grow in prayer and grow in our confidence in God that that we can begin to pray for anything and everything, and not only that that when we pray we would we would have the confidence that God will answer us and we'll see God's answers to prayer. That I long for the day, I really do. And, and we're beginning to see it happen where God will we pray and God heals cancer. You know, that 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 we pray and God opens blind eyes. You know, that, that we would see miracles that only God can do. And what is the avenue to that? It's prayer. And, and, and the more we go and grow in prayer, the more we'll begin to experience everything God has for us. And I wanted to, as we introduce and get ready for our campaign, I wanted to just exhort you a little bit to really encourage you to get in the game, to, 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 make, to make this a priority and to take a shot, you know, to take a shot. You know, for some people, they say, well, I I, I want to, but I don't like to read. <laughs> and, and I'm going to tell you, like, okay, you know what? There's more to, to just reading about it. We're going to engage in it. And so don't let not wanting to read hold you back. While I'm really busy. well, you know what? Maybe, hopefully as we kind of look at some of the things that are very necessary for us to grow, that maybe the Holy Spirit would speak to you and say, maybe, maybe I really need to engage in this. And so I just wanted to share some, some things. First thing is this. We grow when we feed on God's Word, the Bible. See, we, we can't grow unless we, we get into it, get into the Bible, and let the Bible get into us. And I was just thinking about it, and I thought, we can't be physically healthy if, if all we do is we have a nice meal on Sunday. And for the rest of the week, we don't eat at all. Yeah, that wouldn't make sense. It wouldn't help us to grow. And sometimes we come here on Sunday, and we think, well, we're going to read a little bit of the Bible, but that's not enough. That, that, that It's got to continue every day. And if you want to grow... We got to feed on God's word every day. Matthew 4, 4, Jesus said this. No, he says, he told this guy, no, the scriptures say, people do not live by bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. Jesus is saying that we need more than food and physical food and bread in our lives. We need God's word. That if you want to grow, you need God's word and you need to get into and feed on God's word every day every day you know and so okay we need God's word what's the action step the action step is that part of this campaign is we are we're going to be using this workbook and it's a 40-day workbook which is really awesome because what it is is it gives you something you are to do Every day for 40 days. And the reason why there's so many 40-day things, you know, 40 days of prayer, 40 days of the Word, 40 days of whatever, is because if you can do something for 40 days, it has a great chance for it to become a habit in your life. It can become a part of your life. And so I want to encourage you, starting today, out on the table out there, we're going to be selling this, all right? And um, uh, it'll be out there, I'll just pick one up. We're going to be talking about small groups in, the, in a little bit. We're going to be using this in, in, in the small groups as well. But I want to encourage you: don't just buy it, and uh, but but get into it. You know, and and again for those of you—oh, he laughed. Those of you who who don't like to read, there's a lot of pictures, and it's colorful in here. You know, and it's like big. So uh, I want to encourage you. To, to, to get a workbook and get into God's Word every day because in order for us to grow, we got to feed on God's Word. The second thing is we grow when we develop spiritual habits. We grow when we develop spiritual habits. You see, in life, we grow healthy and strong by adopting healthy habits, right? Some of you go to the gym, right? And, and in order for it to be beneficial to you, it has to become a habit, right? You can't just do it. And anybody who goes to the gym, obviously, you just look at me. I know I, yeah, I, I don't go. It's just obvious, right? But, but if you do go, right? The people who go will tell you that, that you got to be consistent. You can't just go when you feel like going because there's going to be so many times you don't feel like going. It has to become a habit, that's what all of us learn when we we're growing up, when we we're really young. That we don't always feel like brushing our teeth, right? But it has to become a habit. Why does it be, need to become a habit? Because we love the people around us, right? And we got to brush our teeth, you know? Um, some of you have habits about others. I have, you know, I, I'm just kind of different that way. Um, I, as soon as I get up, I take a shower. Okay. Um, if I go through the day, um, if I work, at the end of that, I take a shower. And then before I go to sleep, you can't go to sleep all yucky. You got to take a shower. So that's what I do. That's my, my habit, you know, to take one, two. And if it's really hot like it's been, oh, there might be showers, four, five, you know, but it's got to be three. I know if any of you are counselor types, I know you're kind of worried about me right now. You can come talk to me about stuff after, you know. Um, and and I, I would love to hear your, your take on that. Um, <laughs> you appreciate it, yeah. I know you do, Barry. But developing good habits are important, you see. And, and when it comes to the habits in our life, our character really, our character really is, is, is going to be built on and it's the sum total of all our habits. For instance, if you say, yes, I have integrity, I'm honest, you know? and you make that declaration, I'm honest, I have integrity. But if you're only honest 25% of the time, are you really honest? You know, Are, are, are you really honest? Integrity means... That you are habitually honest. You know? That, that um, you're not gonna say, if you're married, you're gonna say, honey, I'll be faithful to you 28 days of the month. That's way more than the majority. I'm gonna be faithful to you 28 days of the month. I don't know a wife that's gonna say, oh, that's good. Thanks. Yeah, I appreciate that. And if you're a wife who does, there are counselor types who might want to, no, I'm just kidding. But, but you see, but that's not, right? That it has to be a habit. It has to be something that you will continue to do. A faithful husband is, is not a husband who's faithful some of the time. You know, that, doesn't, you know, that doesn't define faithfulness. There are a lot of habits. A lot of habits that can help you to grow. A lot of habits. Um, John 13, 17. Jesus says, now that you know these things, as he was teaching them all the time. right? He was saying, now that you know these things, you will be blessed when? When you really learned it. When you can memorize it. No, it's when you begin to do them. And that... And that word for do, is a continually doing. It's, it's, it would be better translated, you will be blessed if you continually do them. And Jesus is saying that now that you know things, the blessing really comes when you make those things a habit, when you really begin to continually to do those things. Now, you're not going to be perfect, I'm not going to be perfect, but but you know, we just continually work and we continually do those things. That's what Jesus is talking about. Think that's where the blessing is. And in the next forty days, part of this, the way this campaign is designed, is to help you develop specific habits that will help you to grow. You know, the habit of of connecting with God, you know, alone every day. That's what that workbook is about. You just spend time with God alone with him every day. That's so important. the habit of meeting together as a church weekly, to worship, that we get into the Bible and we grow and we encourage each other. There's something really important when we gather here together. You know When I'm on vacation and when I'm not here, um, and when I come back, you know I feel like I miss something, because I'm not here with all of you. And we got to build that habit of meeting together. And this campaign, you know, every week we're going to come here and we're going to introduce a theme that will be in the workbooks and we'll discuss in our small groups. And it's so important that you be here. And that's a habit of meeting together weekly as a church. Another habit is, is connecting with each other and getting into the Bible and studying the Bible, growing and encouraging each other um, uh, in, the, in the environment of a small group. There's things we can't do here. You know, there's too many of us. But in a small group, we can hear what we learned on, on Sunday. We, we can discuss what we've been learning in our workbook. And if there's any questions there, we can begin to discuss them. Or if you, you find something and you're just struggling with it, you know, that, that God brings to mind a, a hurt or a struggle, that the small groups is a place where you can, you can share that with a small group of people. And they can gather around you. They can encourage you. They can pray for you. And then in, in that small group, you can encourage each other to, to keep going. And allow these, these, these spiritual habits to take root into your life. And that happens so effectively in small groups. And there are people who are like friends for life. Because they, they got together in a small group, and, 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 they, and they work, and they did life together. And so that is another habit that, we'll, that you'll have an opportunity to grow in, to, to meet all together, to, to meet together in small groups to really grow, to, to spend time alone with God every day. And then the fourth habit is the habit of memorizing Scripture. Memorizing God's Word is so important that we memorize God's Word. You see, if I asked you a question and I said, how many of you at the end of your life would like to say that you lived a successful life? I would hope that all of us would raise our hand and say, yeah, at the end of my life, I would like it to be said that I had lived a successful life. And, and, and you know what? I think when I think of that question, I think that is, that is the greatest motivation for me to do what I do. That nothing gives me more joy than to see people being successful in their lives. Just growing in their lives. To see people who are struggling with maybe addictions or whatever, and now they're free from that. People who are struggling with all kinds of things in their lives. They're feeling so bad and so hard and being so hard on themselves, begin to see who they are in Christ Jesus. You know, to see people who were really lonely, you know, and they're struggling with loneliness, to see them come alongside, see people come alongside them, and to see joy, that their life is worth living. You know, nothing, man, nothing is more important than that for me. And, 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 and to be successful In your life, I believe these are some important habits that if you would just make those four things a habit, it could just change your life. Joshua 1 8, the Bible says this keep this book of the law, keep this book of the law always on your lips. You just meditate on it day and night. But not only that, You do that so that you would be careful to do everything written in it. And then what will happen? You'll be prosperous and successful. See, those are the four habits that we're going to be focusing in on during this campaign. And so your action step is pretty simple. My encouragement to you is decide to fully engage in this campaign for this next 40 days and build these habits in your life. Build these habits in your lives. You might say, well, yeah, I do come here every Sunday. Great, just keep on. How are you doing? Are you in a small group? Having a group of people that you can grow together with? Mm, okay, yeah. Or I read my Bible. When do you read your Bible? Well, I, I you know, I, mm, yeah. Maybe I could read that every day. Build that as a habit. Maybe some of you have never, ever memorized Scripture, you know, And maybe now's the time to start to develop that habit. So we grow, you know, we grow when we develop these good habits. The last thing is this, we grow when we help each other grow. We grow when we help each other grow. You just cannot grow spiritually all by yourself. You know, you just can't. God wired us in such a way that we need other people. You know, the greatest thing for me about about being married to my wife is the fact that we are so different. I mean, it is just hilarious how different we are. You know, um, um, we always joke around, hey, you want to know what dad wants? Just ask mom. And what she wants, dad doesn't want that. You know, stuff like that, right? Like, uh, I like... I like really soft bread, you know, she likes crispy toast bread, you know, she likes chocolate and those kind of, I like just fruit sorbet kind of stuff, right, Um, with chili, chili and rice, you know, she likes rice and chili, like some of you all mixed up together, I like it separate, I just got to have it separate, you know, she likes meat, I kind of gravitate toward fish and whatever, you know, that kind of thing. So we're really, in so many ways, you know, that old nursery rhyme or whatever, Jack Spratt, we always talk about that. But here's the great thing about it. Because we are so different, I have the, I have the benefit of, of, of doing life with someone that where there's blind spots or there's things that I'm really, and there's a whole lot of them where I'm really deficient in, those are the areas Joe is really strong in. She really is. It's just crazy how that I'm so thankful. You know, when I'm stressing out and I just think, we gotta do something, Joe is, ah, we gotta pray. Yeah, we gotta pray, we gotta do something. But it reminds me, I go back to prayer. You know? When I'm just being impulsive and not doing a good job with my money, Joe is over there, hey. We got a budget, and remember the deal, right? Whatever money you spend, you got to keep the. You know, because she's a bookkeeper by trade, so I got to keep my receipts. I got to write down all this stuff, but it helps me to be accountable. You know, where we have different giftings um, spiritually, where you know, I I just see the big picture, and and I, I just want to lead, and I just want to go, right? Joe is 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 more. She's more. Um, She's more detailed. You know, the one, two, three, the ABCs. Uh, For her, things are black or they're white, white, right or or wrong. Unfortunately for me, there's a lot of gray area. (laughs) You know, it's like, yeah, I think that's wrong, but, and then, you know, I try to wiggle out. And Joel was like, you can't wiggle out of that. It's right or wrong, black or white. You're right. See? The thing is that we need each other to grow. We can't do it alone romans 1 12 when we get together i want to encourage you in your faith but i also want you to encourage i want to i want also to be encouraged by yours see we got to encourage each other you know there there, there are over 50 one another's in the new testament love one another care for one another bear with one another there's all these one another's pray for one another and 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 we can't do all the one another's here and we can't do any of the one another's by ourselves. That we need each other. And in small groups, that is such a great place. That is such a great place to grow in that. The only way you grow in relationships is in relationships. When, you have, uh, when you're in a community with one another. Hebrews 10. I love Hebrews 10, verse 24. Let us think of ways to motivate one another to act of love and good works and let us not neglect our meeting together as some people do but encourage one another especially now that the day of his return draws near we need each other and there's nothing better than a small group you know there's nothing better than a small group my dad um, had this heart attack you know back in 1984. And um, it just so happened I was meeting in a small group and I got that call. Dad's got a heart. Dad's collapsed. He's on the ground. He's not breathing. That's tough news. Small group says, hey, let's all get in the car. Let's go to the hospital. We all went together. Got there. Dad didn't make it. You know? And there I was, like, whoa. But I'm so thankful for that small group was right there with me. And when I didn't have the strength for certain things, they gave me the strength. And I learned, and I continue to learn, we need each other, that we grow, and we need each other. An action step for you. Very important one. And I know for some of you, man, this is hard. I've never been in a small group. What what are you going to do? You know what? Take a chance. Join a small group. We've set up some small groups just for this campaign. It'll run for about six weeks. I guarantee you, at the end of six weeks, you're going to say, oh, man, we we should go on longer. But we got them. And right out there on the table, there's a sign up for you to go and sign up for a small group. They're are in different places at different times of the week. But I want to encourage you to, to join one. You know? It's it's really it's, it's low, it's 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 not gonna be real threatening. You don't like, oh no, what are they gonna ask me to do? Do I, have to, do I have to know the Bible and no, you know what? You just come. You just come them with a heart that that wants to grow. You bring your workbook. You just do your workbook. And you're going to gather together. And you're going to sit around and do whatever. Stand maybe. I don't know. Um, um, but, but you're going to gather together. And you, we have a, there's a DVD that goes along with this campaign. And you'll just watch a teaching to reinforce what we talk about on Sunday. And then you just discuss. You encourage each other. You'll pray for each other. And it'll be a great, great experience. Now, you might go out there. And, or you might be thinking about it. I've got to go talk to my husband, my wife, my friends, whatever. Maybe I get some of my friends together. You can go online. You can go to our website. The information's in our bulletin, you know, www.kcfhawaii.org. You just go there. You know, go there tonight. Just click on there's going to be on our webpage a, a little thing about 40 days of prayer. Click that. You'll have all the small groups you can join there. But I want to encourage you to do that. And some of you are going to look at that list and like, man. there's there's none of them that can... I'm just kind of busy right now and I can't get out of certain things and there's nothing that fits. I want to encourage you to just even consider starting a small group. The great thing about this, you don't have to be the just super great leader to, to lead this campaign small group. All you need to do is just find a place to meet, open your house or find a place to meet, have a DVD player, plug that in, or if you don't have that... Have a computer. We have all the, the different lessons online. <clears throat> Click that. You might be in a coffee shop. Just watch that thing and just lead that discussion. Just go through the workbook. I want to encourage you to do that. And if you're interested in doing that, because no other group fits kind of where you are and all that, that you know, right after this, there's going to be uh, right across the way there, in the room right across the um, hall here, there's going to be a... Um, a, a time, a small group training time. And, you know, I can't think of a better small group leader through the years than Neil Shimabukuro. Like, he's like one of the, like, you know, if you look, he's in the um, small group leader hall of fame. I mean, that's where, where Neil is, you know. Uh, he's learned everything he, he knows from me. Because, uh, you know, I knew him when he was younger. And, you know, he, just, he was one of those guys who just picked it all up from me. And now he's doing it almost as good as I can. No, he's doing it a lot better. That's his gifting, and, and he's going he's gonna to answer your questions, and he is gonna, he's going to alleviate all of your fears, and you're going to leave that place, you know, just where I can do this, you know. Drew, I can do this. You're going to, you know, so right across the way. So if you're interested in starting one, come see me. We'll go across the way there, but join a small group. Man, how important it is to join a small group, all right? At the end of the day, I feel like this is the question for all of us. Do you really want to grow? Do you really want to grow? Because that's the bottom line. Because growth is a choice, right? No one can force you to grow. You got to want to grow. And the question is do you really want to grow? Because if the answer is yes, then Get engaged. Just get engaged. Get a workbook. Get in a small group. Just be here. Because growth is a choice, right? You got to choose to grow. And I want to encourage you, you know. Because here's something I think about a lot. And I guess at my advanced age, um, it seems like the year goes by a whole lot quicker than it used to for some funny reason, you know? And consider this, a year from now, a year from today, how different do you intend to be? When you look at your life right now, where do you see yourself in one year? And the thing is, if you don't make a choice to grow, I don't know how different one year from now will be. But if you do what could happen what could it look like 1 year from now it could look like Barry Amy and you here you know and you say I'm I want to go and you're going to go with Barry and Amy to Thailand you know it could mean all kinds of things but it comes down to a choice Jeremiah 29:13 The Bible says, you will seek me and find me when you search for me. When? When you do so with all your heart. See, growth happens when you choose to seek after God with all your heart. That God is saying, you're going to find me when you get serious, really serious about finding me and wanting it more than anything else. Because when you decide that, you're going to grow. You know, let this campaign be an investment you make for the rest of your life. You know, it's just six weeks. It's just six weeks for the rest of your life. You know, I want to encourage you to commit yourself to building these four habits into your life just for the next four weeks, six weeks, and see what happens you know what will happen when you decide I gotta be here on Sunday because I gotta hear God's word and I gotta be here with the rest of the church because there's something important that happens that I I gotta get into a small group because if I'm gonna grow I can't grow by myself and I gotta I gotta have a group of people that I can grow with and that if I'm gonna really grow I, I gotta I've gotta I've got to spend time with God every day. And I don't know how to do that, but this workbook will make it really easy because I just follow this along for 40 days. And then, you know what? Every week, we're going to be encouraged to memorize a verse. Just memorize. Start with just six really simple verses. We can do this. We can do this. You know, I wanted to call up our, um, we have a group of people. They're called our Kakako Prayer Team. And some of them are here this morning in this service. I want to call them up. I mean, today would be really great. It would be great come today. Come on up. Okay, Grandma. Oh, Oh, okay. All right. Okay, and... uh. Okay? (laughs) Okay, okay. Don't fall down, Auntie. Okay? Okay. These are members of of our Kakako prayer team. And, you know, I wanted to bring them up because I wanted to, to first thank them Because they have lifted all of us up in prayer. We are here today because people have stood in the gap to pray for us. But here's the thing. We cannot grow as a church. We cannot grow as a church if prayer is only what they do. And God's been, through this campaign, God is saying, we've got to step it up as a church. And so we met as a leadership team last week, and we made a decision that we've got to be more intentional, and we've got to really engage in prayer. And so I want to call the leadership team up, whoever is here from the leadership. I want you guys to come up, bring your wives up. Come on up. Come on up. Today, Cheryl. Cheryl. You was laughing at them. Now, look, you were like, oh. Okay. Come on up. I don't you ladies come up because they're going to stand behind you because they're all humble and all that. Okay. All right. Look, I'm going to stand down here. Oh, look, auntie, I'm still taller than you. <laughs> nah, no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding, auntie. Woo-hoo-hoo. I'm just kidding. All right, all right, all right. <laughs> Sorry. Huh? Sorry, I okay, can't just say. Okay, anyway. Our leadership team, you know, made up of the, the people back there. And we decided just yesterday that, that, that we were talking about all kinds of things about how and where our church needs to go. And we've been grinding. And when I say grinding, we've been grinding. But at the end of the day, we said, you know what? It's going to It's going to start when we are united and we begin to be more intentional about prayer. And so we're going to pray. And I look at this, and I think that's where it starts. That we have people who have been called by God to say, we're going to uphold this church, we're just going to pray. And this church you know, marks one of the pastors that we really got to pray. And they're praying. And our leaders, it starts by all of us praying. But you know, the thing is, we, this is a start. But we as a church need to become more intentional in prayer. We gotta pray. We can't depend on the prayer team to be the only ones praying. We cannot depend on just the leaders in this prayer, to This group of people here to pray. What would happen if all of us said, we're going to pray. We're going to grow in prayer. Prayer is going to be the most important thing because apart from God, we can do nothing. What could happen? I'll tell you what could happen. We could change the world. We could change the world. How? Through prayer. And that's why God at this time said, Church, it's time to grow. And it's time to grow specifically in prayer. And so for the next 40 days, will you commit yourselves to grow in prayer? Let's see what God's going to do. Let's see what he's going to do over these next six weeks. Join us. Please, join us. Grab a workbook. Join a small group. Come back next week. Get raring to go, ready to study script, uh, memorize scripture, and let's see what God does. Right, Why don't you stand with me? In fact, you know what would be really great? Is, is here we are. And, and, and God wants us to all engage in prayer. Why don't you guys come forward and just kind of gather around here. And as a church, right around the stage, we're all going to pray, all right? And that's a way of you saying, yeah, we're all going to engage. We're going to be a church, one church, engaged in prayer. So why don't you kind of gather around as soon as you, today, all right? This morning, okay? The next football game started at 11, so come on, just come on. Let's gather around. Gather around. Okay. The church is not this place. This is the church. We're the church. We are the hope of the world. And if we begun to pray, and we begun to grab hold of that truth that apart from God, we can do nothing, but with Him, all things are possible, we can change the world.